0: It was a fun day, but a long day.
1: Oh yeah, I, I can imagine. Day. A long day,
0: day. But I'm glad that you're here with me. Um, it's been a while.
1: It's been a, a very long, long while. while.
0: What happened? I thought you didn't fuck with me.
1: Oh no, that's you don't have to lie. I I ducked off. I'm a new person. I have re- <laughs> I have rebranded 17 times since I've been on this podcast the last time. Why? I,
0: What's going on? You going through something? Oh no, Let's it's
1: talk about it. um, you know. Let's it's start not the e- podcast heavy. Uh, <laughs> do they even know who I am yet? I, I don't even think I've said <laughs> my name. You know, I don't. I'm just kind of, I've Just
0: dive right into it. But no, I really am glad that you are here with me today on Tea with Tammy. Now, I know you by a few names, so you may have to direct me in what you would like to be called on this episode because you've rebranded a few times over the past years, as I've heard. And so, I've known you by your government, Quentin. Yeah, Quentin. I know you by Q, you know, like a cool- nickname and then i also know you by is it quantum
1: yeah that's that's the that's the one everybody seems to (laughs) so the funniest thing is to this day people calling me quantum in like public still kind of like weirds me out a little bit
0: in like a good way
1: in like a in a good way but i'm just still not used to it you know because it's a name you created yeah it's a name so it's like But I mean, I'm, I'm super grateful for the people that have. What does that mean? What does quantum mean? So.
0: And what does quantum do?
1: Quantum came from, (laughs) you know, I was a science nerd as a kid. It's kind of a deviation on my name being Quentin. But also, one of my favorite bands at the time when I was in high school, North Lane, came out with a song called Quantum Flux that was one of my favorite, that to this day is one of my favorite records of all time. And it was like, and it was like a click moment for me it was like oh i this is it kind of represents me in a way and it's something that i identify with in a way you know when we met i was what young quantum at the time the yeah. corny the corny yung <laughs> like yeah so but you i said it <laughs> yeah it, it was corny I, I i i am a person who will point out and accept the flaws in my life and I like the, that. you know the things that okay. i thought were stupid as a, like right. would i go by young quantum now in retrospect no you know but yeah
0: not if you not, not even if you're dropping a mixtape you're not gonna go back to young quantum? no no okay. no that's okay i had to test you real quick Wait, the things that, the <laughs> things that are
1: in the works aren't even under quantum Oh, oh technically.
0: Wow. And so when you're on the show again in the future, I'm going to be like, what is your name? No, I mean, <laughs> it's
1: kind of, I had to do a separation. Like, Quantum technically is still me. Okay. But in terms of Quantum being the entire business model and Quantum okay. being the whole, that is what represents my branding.
0: Mm-hmm. I get you. There
1: might be a point where I move away from that, per se. I'm but-
0: feeling like... Issa ish where how she has like Issa Rae and mm-hmm. then she has Hooray and then she has radio mm-hmm. and how she has like different mm-hmm. divisions to what mm-hmm. she puts out as for content. And so I can see that for you as for like different areas and different slightly name changes as for how they represent the content in the art. But you know, my second question was what does quantum do?
1: That's what I was about to I was say, I was about to say like yeah, once I figure out what I actually even do, then the naming <laughs> okay. will become a lot more simpler. So if
0: you're listening, people, I know Quantum as a videographer, <laughs> right? Uh,
1: of of sorts. Photographer? Vi- yeah, videographer, uh, photographer, director? Uh, digital, creative. I've done a little bit of directing.
0: Okay. So let's not play dumb. I uh, mean, I understand the the humbleness, but you do things. So like, that's the, <laughs> that's the
1: thing that made me kind of want to move away from quantum is be, well, not even move away from it, be, but the idea that quantum has become synonymous with those forms when I felt like my career and my, what I'm aiming towards that isn't just that, you know, like, Before anything, I was in music management. I'm Mm. still in music management right now. Um, Music management, just just the industry, like (laughs) right. Learning about the industry. I'm not.
0: That's beautiful. Okay. Don't turn into Karen Civil now.
1: Oh God! Um. Please no. I would not. I would like look. If you give me sixty thousand dollars, I'm going to give you results. I promise. It's not going to be. I, I will answer your calls if you give me sixty thousand right. dollars. I promise.
0: I will not give you attitude when you ask the status of. <laughs> the I'm not going to text I'm you.
1: I'm not going to text you the apology. I want you to tweet. I will make wow. sure that things get done.
0: Hmm. But we've had an episode on that already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds borderline identity issues, and that reminds me. Let's get into the shit of Mulatto. Um, she dropped a song. <laughs> she dropped a song i think last friday Mm -hmm. with the music video and people are like oh this is very doja cat ish with the cardi b budget Mm -hmm. and the sweetie look Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and it was it was definitely giving identity issues and i wanted to kind of get your opinion on did you peep that do you care about that yeah is that important
1: i i i i peeped it the The thing that what became was super obvious to me, or evident, just in my opinion. Oh, and I'm
0: sorry, her name is Lotto, not yeah, Lotto, not Lotto, 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 because
1: <laughs> there's a clear separation between those two things. You can't get that mixed up any way possible at all. You know, just but, to clarify. But I mean, to be real, it was just obvious that was a, it was a crossover attempt. You know, her all team right. was like, we have here Here's a quick effort to try to push you into the mainstream. It's like and it wasn't a super strong like you could the video video clearly had a big budget, those types of things, and they were clearly trying to get her to that point a little sooner, maybe than they needed to. I think
0: that's exactly it, but
1: it just it yeah it became clear to me that that's what it was. I don't think that I think they were trying to negate the built the cult base and develop and kind of reach to that point gradually they're trying to skip a couple steps and maybe think that you know if we give her the big budget and the poppy type record she'll be up there with the other girls suit relatively quickly and Mm -hmm. if you're gonna do that you gotta make sure that catches and you gotta make sure that resonates and that there's an audience looking for that from that person if there's not Mm -hmm. you know it's not gonna come across the way you think it is
0: Facts, I I totally agree. You said it perfectly because they're they're skipping steps. Mm -hmm. They certainly are. I feel like they were trying to jump to the Cardi B Mm. type of status. And Lotto, I had to catch myself. I almost called her something else. Oh wow! Uh, (laughs) And like Lotto, she she really needs to work on. I feel like still giving us who she even is like she hasn't been around enough for me to kind of grasp like what direction you're going in because like she just became like someone who can drink legally and so like grow first before you just try and hop to be this superstar pop star because I mean Cardi gave herself that time to grow like Mm -hmm. she had a few mixtapes before like she was just popping like she put in a grind like she did a reality show like Lotto did too, but yeah. she was 14 at she the time. She was like 12. Yeah, let, let's let see how you move as an adult first before we just hop on this train of, of this this pop star status.
1: I think people get caught up in what they think the end goal is for them mm-hmm. and forget to make the journey, if that makes sense. Yeah, all the sense. Because for somebody like Mulatto, right? Who
0: Lotto. Continue. I, I
1: didn't say anything else there there would be there's no other name to call her because that lotto is definitely her only name and right you know
0: you hit the lotto
1: yeah she you know but um she's a recognizable name now she has a clear talent she's a good rapper, she has verses that I enjoy right All right if you ask me a clear-cut favorite mulatto song, I couldn't tell you. I, and that's not even a knock to what she's done. That is me saying, get there first. Get to a record that breaks you, not necessarily on a pop status level, but a record that gets you a consistent base. You start to build on that. And then that's when you get to the, okay, that's when this is feasible. When she's networking, she has the connections, she has the Brand recognizability to be like, okay, I can do this now.
0: Take the journey. Like when we think of Cardi B and her start of the journey or the start of the big success, like we think Bodak Yellow. Mm -hmm. And what was she doing in Bodak Yellow? Rapping? Was she dancing? Did she have the big budget? No, it was like a four scene, like a four shot, four location thing. Mm -hmm. And it was very simple. If you go back to it, it was just all bars. And mulatto you gotta kind of give us that first before you get to the pop star status but i do have a a second question before we move on to something else like do we knock her for it do we knock her for trying it
1: no you don't knock the attempt i think you don't knock the attempt because the reality is a lot of people do the same thing a lot of people are trying to get to that superstar status a little quicker than they need to you know um i think Hopefully this was a learning experience for her team to say, you know, let's 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 lay the groundwork first before we try to because her her brand identity didn't necessarily even match up with what was in the video yet. Like the right. dancing and the, we had not seen that from her in a point where like that makes sense. Uh, there's just some a couple interconnections that needs to be made to help her grow a little bit. And then that could become a little bit more feasible. Exactly. I think I think they'll learn from the reception to it and be like, OK, not necessarily back to the drawing board, but let's start laying a foundation and getting her because the the reality is there's going to be a lot of people that catch pop hits or get a ton of sync license and get some film, film music, all that kind of stuff. But the better you lay your foundation, the more the the longer you'll have in terms of a career. A lot of people want that instant gratification when the goal should be. Alright. Uh, I have I have a record that pops every single year and now I have an album that does well and now I now I'm looking over at the crossover work and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't forget all about all that, you know.
0: Exactly. I I totally agree. So we're on the same page with that. Okay. Getting a little fill of of your opinions and uh what you think of things getting a feel for you since you've rebranded so many times i don't know who you are at this point i don't know who Um, i am
1: (laughs) Uh, i haven't known my entire life so
0: okay that's something a a creative would say some some artsy guy would say so that that just falls along any of those brands that you that you've (laughs) had but okay before i Kind of compared you to Issa Rae, right? As Mm. for like having different divisions and different, you know, um, areas of content that you produce. And so let's talk Insecure. Mm. Insecure is ending. Oh, it's the final season. It's coming up soon in about a month or, you know, a month, some change or no, a little less than a month. I think now Mm. the trailer dropped the second trailer, a longer trailer, last trailer, Mm. apparently to, uh, Issa's Twitter account. She Mm. said, "You know, I can't believe this is the last time I'm sharing a trailer on Insecure with you all. So, is that a show that you watch? Do you care about it ending? And do you care about the story and where it's at right now? Insecure.
1: I missed season four. I haven't watched season four.
0: That's like the the last.
1: The the season before this. I'm I'm caught up on everything else. One through three. Yeah, one through three. I'm fully caught up on. It's a mm. great. It's a great show. It's very well done." There's a lot of funny moments, well-written. It's it's just amazing to see a black woman do the things that she's done with her career, even just, and how she's grown based on what she did with Insecure, you know? Right, Um, I'm excited for season five. It just, there was a period where I stopped watching TV as a whole, so it was like I was missing a lot of things, but I'm... It
0: takes nothing to catch up on Insecure. Yeah. The episodes are like 20 minutes long, and so... Two hours, you're caught yeah, up. Two on a hours, <laughs> I can finish a, a
1: finish a season, you right. know. So I'm probably within the next when I get some downtime here within the next couple of weeks, I'll catch up on that last season and go into that fresh. I know like bits and pieces because my mom would tell me what was happening at the time mm-hmm. within the season. I know Lauren's got a baby on the way, all those types of things. Of course oh, he does. Right. Of can, course you know, he does. You can never learn. You're about to.
0: <laughs> it's. Or he does. We,
1: we never learn, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how she wraps up the storylines, how her and Molly mend their relationship, how, how all these things happen, what, what happens with Molly's love life and all these types of things. I'm excited right. to see it.
0: Right. I've definitely shared my opinion of season four. Now, I know you haven't watched it, but I will touch on it a little bit. I try not to give too many spoilers, but... My overall opinion at the end of the season was that I was kind of disappointed in where the story was going because I felt like I was like, damn, is Issa gonna catch a break? Because I just feel like she just keeps hitting these walls. And I see a lot of myself in the stories too, being told young black woman, obviously, who's a creative in some sort, um, just, you know, grinding, trying to make it. And when I'm seeing myself in the story, I'm like, I'm looking for the happy ending. <laughs> like, where is my my light at the end of the tunnel? And I really I'm really not seeing it. At least not in this most recent season, and so I'm very curious of season five because it looks like things could go up. Mm. You you mentioned the trailer um, earlier before I turned on the microphones, and you were saying how you know there's some love interests yeah. that could still go somewhere. You don't put you don't
1: put a man <laughs> as handsome as Kofi Kingston in in a season of a show if you're not gonna make her like give her at least yes. a couple episodes trying to get that. You know, agreed. But I mean. <laughs>
0: But we don't know who he was looking at. Well, like, yeah, you don't know who. He could have been looking at Molly.
1: Yeah, he could have been looking Molly's at Molly. Molly's
0: still on the brow for somebody, so. Yeah,
1: so, but my, my, my thing too is, the thing is, kind of, that's kind of how life goes, you know? That's, life kind of, there's not always a happy as an ending or a clear resolution or, and she could be going for a more realistic, you know, opportunity and yeah. direction with it. And I mean, I think that would be kind of refreshing in a way to see something that doesn't always end with a tied bow, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- but I am very excited to see where she goes with it and all the shenanigans that are com- going to come out of it.
0: Right, e- Exactly. Because, I mean, I'm still trying to understand, like, are we kind of going to get, like, a little bit more and a bow to the story of Kelly and is it Tiffany? Yeah. i forgot the other one she's she's played by amanda mm. uh amanda diva yeah. <laughs> and so I, I or amanda seals as she goes by now and mm-hmm. so i i'm very curious on on their friendship like where that's going because she just had a baby like there's other little stories that i'm still invested in too where i'm just like they better wrap this up good because there's only eight episodes for the final season
1: What if the whole time Kofi Kingston just wants Kelly? What if that's the whole...
0: I'm kind of wanting that.
1: I think that would be amazing. she's the
0: one who I latched on first as a a fave. Because season one, I believe, season one or two, she mentions how she has a podcast because she loves to hear herself talk. And I was like, yep, that's my favorite character right there. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) So I'm very curious to see where these stories go for Mm. the other little side nuances. And of course... My
1: only request is they don't just put Lawrence and Issa back together because I feel like that enough has happened there to where it has kind of clear that they need to go their separate ways. But I do hope there's a kind of closure in that because that's the only thing that I felt like has been missing from that relationship. And I mean, for for clear point, because that's how you extend that. Right. So I hope that's the one thing that those two get out of it is a final closure and a final true moving on from the issues that they've dealt with over the past few years.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this is a perfect transition to just talk about relationships as a whole because slippery slopes when it comes to that type of situation mm. where... It's still open-ended, right? You're in a relationship, and then the other person has a child. Yeah, that's... And I I personally am, like, getting older, right? Mm-hmm. And... The pool of people to pick from—it's getting a little, a little scarce when you're looking for someone who doesn't have kids, yeah. right? And so I kind of want to get your opinion on that aspect. I'm, I'm more so seeking free counseling and therapy, and just oh, getting other people's opinions on this. That's perfect. But, for me. That's perfect. I mean, that's we can I just mean. ask each other questions yeah, and get a free you therapy. How session. do we get over this?
1: You know, <laughs> right. how do we this deal hurdle
0: with... that I'm in right now?
1: See, help me thing, get over it. The thing that. Yeah, even at tw- even at twenty five, like the the without kids is starting to become slim pickings almost. And it to be to be super real with you, I'm not I'm not anti dating somebody with kids. Okay. You know, I love kids. I have like my cousin. I have young cousins. And then, do you have any kids? No, no, no okay. I don't have I don't have any kids. But I have
0: to ask. you.
1: Never know. Never know. Yeah, you
0: know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs>
1: but uh. Yeah, I think that, um, that, that is what becomes slim pickings, but I think the real issue is the standards of standards and, I will say, standards and expectations of modern relationships, you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people have grown in attachment to the experiences of relationships, you know, the spending time together, the trips, the little moments, mm-hmm. um, But what I think has gotten lost is actual liking of the other person sometimes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are more focused on, okay, how can I get a spooky basket versus, okay, (laughs) where is this person that I want to spend a ton of time with, you know?
0: That sounds like some high school shit. A spooky basket, like a Halloween-themed basket from your partner, I'm assuming? I'm
1: sorry. If, If you are past, like... 25 and you're like i hope i get a. Sp- no let me not say that can we scratch that for the record because i'm <laughs> i want to make somebody a spooky basket right you know?
0: i mean there's nothing wrong but i that's my first time hearing my, spooky basket oh for real <laughs> yes and oh, so that that's been that a twitter thing
1: for like a few years um oh, it's like I'm yeah right. a halloween gift basket pretty much basically an easter basket on halloween right. for your significant other for some reason mm-hmm. i don't I uh, you know but
0: But there's a lot of, you know, point in what you're saying as for, like, people get caught up in, like, the things that they do versus, like, the liking of the person. And I feel as though we live in a world of where we just, like, preach and praise aesthetic. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. if it looks good, it must be good. No, No. it's not. And I mean. And you'll find that out eventually.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is, like. I would do anything in the world for somebody that I I am in a relationship with or somebody that I care about on that level that Mm -hmm. I am enamored with and want to spend all the time in the world with. But, you know, as a kid, right, put it this way, right, as a kid, imagine you get up and you're about to go wash the dishes, and then right when you're about to go wash the dishes, your mom tells you to wash the dishes. You kind of don't want to do it anymore after that, you know. That's right. You kind of don't want to do it because it makes you. It could give the optic to somebody else that you're not doing it just of your own free will. You're doing it because you're told to. Mm-hmm. And I would make a spooky basket. I would give <laughs> daily flowers. I would do what anything that, in this, anything in the entire world. You know, I'm not necessarily really looking for that on that level mind, right ladies. now. I mean, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. The DMs are still open.
1: Yes, and no. <laughs> oh my
0: let, let me stop lying. You came on the show and you're like, I would definitely make a spooky basket. My I thing love is, right, spooky baskets. Let's not play them. Oh, don't
1: get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Relationship for me require a total, a huge amount of emotional investment, you know? I'm mm-hmm. I'm a super, super lover and I in the sense of like I enjoy romance. I enjoy spending time with significant people. I enjoy doing all of that, but my not—I don't have a, a certain amount of requirements for a relationship. It's just I'm focused more on the the energy somebody can right. some give give me, you know, right. or the energy I can give someone. But I'm not necessarily looking to expend it right. all the time or like my. The, I'm at the point in my life where I have to be focused on so many different things that if somebody comes into my life that I feel that way about, it has to be because they meld into what I'm trying to do already. You know, right. for, for me, it's like I am interested on in where your mind is, what you care about, what you're passionate about because not only do I want to learn about what you're passionate about and who you are as a person, mm-hmm. I want to know how I can help you get whatever goal you have. However, we can elevate each other. How? Aww. And it doesn't even have to be a creative. Just I, I would like somebody who's passionate about
0: something. Something, you know.
1: <laughs> i right. Something with that's
0: better, bettering their life.
1: Yeah not even just be- I don't want to sound like uh I'm just, you know, they need to be on this course for success. It definitely sounds like to- a dating show though. Oh no. Like
0: you're going down your, you know, your stat sheet of
1: what you Oh want. yeah, we have to go on long walks on the beach. <laughs> um we have to be able to watch the sunset and I would like to gently push your hair behind your ear and look into your eyes. Wow, so romantic um, and perfect. Under the moonlight. Um Can I throw something in there? Yeah.
0: My partner also has to buy me 28 acres of land like Ari did money bag yo because apparently that's like the new standard now for these relationships and
1: (laughs) yeah you know like I certainly
0: want to get your opinion on that because there's been mixed opinions people say that it's a weird gift because they're not married like they they've been together a while but not that long you know let's, and
1: let's keep that a bean though she or they collectively both have a largest amount of money that they can do whatever they want with you know it's not like oh that's a weird gift because they've only been together extra money if she had the money right and she thought it would be a nice because g- he can develop that he can Make it whatever he wants to make it right. Make it a, build a home, build a town, do whatever he wants to do. But because she had the money to do that, that's not a super out of the question. And however, however enamored you are with someone, tenure is not always the defining factor in the level of emotion you can feel towards someone, you know? And I think that She felt comfortable enough in doing that and had the money to do it. So there's not. And that's
0: the mixed opinion. Mm -hmm. And so the other side of that where people are saying how I don't want to wait till I'm married or I've known you for 10 years to receive a grand jester from my partner. Like it it shouldn't have to take all of that, like Mm -hmm. for every situation. If that's how y'all did it, cool. Mm -hmm. If y'all waited till y'all was married before y'all started doing the big stuff cool that's on you maybe you didn't even have the money until you were married to even do it but we we got it now and we love each other now and so we want to do this gifting thing now and like you said tenure doesn't always equal like a loving relationship
1: yeah and that's the thing too is like that goes back to what we were saying about what is in relationships because like mm-hmm. why are you consciously at any point just always expecting a Grand gesture because for me that takes away from the moment when it happens. You know, Definitely. if you if you tell me like if you tell me what to get you, I I, I would probably get it for you. But I'm also gonna want to get you something that was unexpected that mm-hmm. I probably paid attention to that you said you wanted seven months ago right. and like here it is. I also like to surprise people with nice gifts or rather than just doing what I'm told. If that makes sense, no, oh, you yeah. know. I feel like it's kind of weird to say, okay, when do I get my grand gesture in our relationship? Because it's like, when you get it, you were expecting it. So now the moment's not as relevant, you know?
0: We don't know these people, but I'll ask, like, is it aesthetic or is it love? Like, what's your what's your thought on that? Like, Money Yo and Ari and their, their big lavish gifts that they throw at each other every time it's a holiday or
1: a birthday. I mean...
0: Is it for the gram or is it I feel for like the love? it could
1: be, I feel like it could be Both? for love. They've been, they've been, it has been a decent amount of time. It's yeah. been, because her and Moneybag were together before the pandemic, before, yeah, before the pandemic, before, uh, Herb was with his current girl before, and they just had a kid. So it's like, right. they've been together a decent amount of time. And it's like, again if you have the money to do that you can do whatever you want for somebody if i wanted to wake, if i had the money and i wanted to wake up and say hey i want to get my my girlfriend a g-wagon what stops me from doing that you right, know right, right. it's a random wednesday but i feel like doing it so i can go do it
0: that's the type of man i need <laughs> who wants to, <laughs> who wants to wake up and give me a g-wagon oh my gosh if you're out there and you're listening i'm i'm here i'm ready with tammy.com
1: DMs are open. <laughs> Why?
0: If you have the G-Wagon money. Now, when it comes to relationships, is there a relationship that's public, you know, in the media eye, that you're like, like, I wish like, one day I got it like them. Because there was a couple that I felt like that towards, and they just broke up. Miguel and his girl, mm-hmm. after 17 years, 17 years mm. and I'm just like oh, mind blown and so is there a couple out there that like you kind of follow like I know we're not supposed to like oh relationship goals and be yeah. all invested but it's hard not to pay attention and be like oh that's cute
1: but before certain events I would have said Will and Jada before <laughs> the- but uh, I'm I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and not say that anymore. Right. <laughs> um. For me, I don't know if there's like a an exact celebrity couple because I had to kind of remove myself from paying attention that kind of stuff because I didn't want to get caught up in the my relationship needs to be just like that. You right, know. Right. I want. Whatever situation or whatever happens to be unique and to be authentic and to be real to what we want you know right I don't want it to be tied to or tied to or based on anything else I ever seen because at that point am I doing it because I want to and because I care solely for you and this matters to you or am I doing it because I saw my fave my faves do it you know
0: right All right good point very very so when it comes to i would say relationships that there's one that comes to mind that i still respect and they're still together till this day and it it's a good transition to the next topic um remy ma and papoose like papoose held remy down mm-hmm. when she did her six summers five winners whatever she yeah. always says yeah. <laughs> and they're still together till this day they champion. Black love, and they're mm. seen everywhere, and they're actually seen together tonight mm. because it's the Hip Hop Awards. Um, I've already, like, scrolled through some outfits that have, you know, been on the red carpet, and I'll catch up later.
1: Oh, is that tonight?
0: Yeah. I, I didn't know until today, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how every award show is for me now. Like, I don't know until it's happening on my timeline. Was really um, in the
1: crowd? I'm trying to—because I just—I just, uh, just got back from New York last mm-hmm. week. I ended up getting to go see Conway— Nice. And Papoose was brought out because oh, you know it's New York. Right. There's a lot of stuff that went down at that. We can discuss that later. But yeah, Papoose <laughs> was in the crowd. You know. But yeah, Papoose and Remy, like, if there was anything, you know, I just I just love to see unbridled, unequated, just passionate love for one another. You know, regardless of any situation, any ups and downs, any mm-hmm. any any the good and the bad and the ugly. You know. The, Finding a way through that and making a way to bring peace to one another is just beautiful to me.
0: They certainly seem like the ride or die
1: Mm -hmm. for each other. Ride or die.
0: I love that.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: you know, transitioning to the hip hop awards because I've seen some other couples on the the red carpet. Is the hip hop awards still relevant to you? Is that something that you would like circle back and see like what happened at? Um, Is it on your radar at all?
1: Not anymore because. You know, music changed. A, a lot of times it became more obvious when it was a, we're going to lob to this person who's at a high point in their career versus we're actually going to take the time to see who did who did what better than who. Or, you know, I don't care to see any of these modern guys and any of these ciphers. Mm. And, I mean, we've seen, like, we've seen a Griselda cipher before. We've seen, you know. And it's just, as time passed, it for me it became less relevant because there weren't a lot more of those iconic moments. You know, we always when we were younger got iconic moments to come from the awards like when Nipsey slapped that security guard. Like we <laughs> we don't get that anymore.
0: Oh man, yes. That's yeah, iconic. When Royce da Nine says "Hi Rihanna" in the middle of his freestyle. When, when Kendrick <laughs>
1: Tells the sensitive rapper to be get mm, back in his pajama yeah. clothes. Yeah. Tuck the <laughs> sensitive rapper in his pajama clothes. Like, we don't get that. We're not going to uh, get that anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. we we're, we're not. But I will say, even though the show itself maybe won't be as grand or worth watching through i will see who's in the ciphers mm-hmm. and if you know if i like a name or two i am gonna hit play because you know what else am i doing i mean yeah. so i mean that's that's probably the most i'll do is just see what people wore and see who is rapping what mm-hmm. um other than that the show mm they they got to do better as for, like, putting more purpose into it and value and really honoring, like, our hip-hop legends. Like, mm-hmm. I know they usually have one person that they honor. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel like they're not, like, hitting the mark as for, like, really honoring that person. Because mm-hmm. I don't know who they're honoring this year, yeah, if anybody. I mean, yeah. So, that's not good
1: <laughs> to yeah, the like, honoree. <laughs> like, BT has, as a whole, is kind of started to hit that MTV peak of the of their of the uh platform because you know it moves towards the reality and all those kinds of things rather than true appreciation of the culture and outside of the moments like the hip-hop awards or you know all the award shows so it's like Mm -hmm. at a certain point you gotta kind of sit back and be like okay i if i'm a champion of the culture and a champion of you know the things that have been built through this thing we like to call hip-hop is B is B E T the peak for that anymore?
0: There might be hope for them. I don't know what platform this will be on, but I did see Big Tigger say that, you know, Rap City the Basement's coming back soon oh, yeah, and yeah, to stay tuned for more information. Mm-hmm. I know that he's attempted to bring it back multiple times over mm-hmm. the past like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know what this will look like. But hey, I'm here for it. Big Tigger looks the same. He He's still really good at freestyling because like after the hip hop awards, he'll like be like yeah. the after show and yeah. he'll like sit with the rappers and like, you know, just like yeah. shoot the breeze with them and sometimes rap with them too. Yeah. And so like Big Tigger's yeah. definitely got it. I just hope that the platform that it's on, like does it's just due as for servicing like actual hip hop rapping like moments because there is, Talking, talking about iconic moments like there's a ton of iconic moments on Rap City The Basement like Bow Wow like an yeah. iconic moment and no one thinks of Bow Wow being of this crazy lyricist yeah. but people know his Rap City The Basement yeah. <laughs> like and I mean lyrics. Wayne <laughs> Wayne Wayne
1: being on there oh,
0: that's where they kissed him and Birdman on be- Rap City The Basement
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's a lot of iconic moments I Dipset being on that. there like. G.L.'s being on there, all those guys being on there. My only concern, right? Who are you gonna let on there and who are you gonna let in the booth? Because no disrespect to Double XL, I checked out pretty much right after 16 in regards to the freshman list because I was like, "There's, there's no value in listening to these ciphers.
0: I did have someone in my DMs to say, uh, in my DMs today say that this might be a great opportunity to see who can and can't rap. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there might be some whack rappers on the show, but I kind of like finding out who's whack yeah (laughs) like Uh. i like that sounds bad it sounds like i'm hating like oh i like when you fall on your face but no i want to see what you do Mm. when it's not a typical Mm. like one two three song on the Mm. radio and so let me see you in a booth let me see you just give me bars like give me that aspect i want to see what you do with it Mm. like even meg the stallion gives us freestyle so if she can do it you can yeah
1: (laughs) it for me i mean i would expect like dreamville to be on there i respect like jid and earth gang those guys griselda being on there making a ton of sense
0: that would be lovely but you, know. you depending on the platform if they're trying to you know hit mainstream it's gonna be more likely little baby I mean, <laughs> and money bag yo and like people who like are mainstream that mm. people still like to hear rap mm-hmm. and so like i feel like they're gonna go for those people first yeah i think circle baby, the block on like the real lyricists.
1: baby especially has become like. Because I've listened to Baby since he kind of QC put him on the map with mm-hmm. like freestyle and all that. Mm-hmm. His progression as a rapper has been phenomenal. Like, phenomenal. especially him being on these larger platformed, uh, li- albums, you know, he was on J. Cole's album. He was on Drake's album. He was on, uh, Wants and Needs. He watched Drake on Kanye's Wants and Needs. Album, right? Kanye's album, you know. He's on these, Albums with guys that we view as top tier, upper echelon, even in terms of what they do on the mic. And he's like, Wants and Knees, he watched Drake on Wants and Knees, like completely. Yeah. Send Drake to the gulag. You're the first
0: person to tell me that.
1: <laughs> I'm not or I am? No, you're not oh, okay. the first yeah. person. <laughs> um, he didn't do... Well, no, I like uh, I like Girls Wants Girls. But on, the J. Cole's album, he, on J. Cole's album, he watched J. Cole. Like His progression as a lyricist has been a lot more than i expected and i'm interested to see where he takes it by the end of it i do need people to stay stop saying he's on a little wayne run because that's insulting not close we will never see a magazine cover that says the top 75 little baby freestyles that's not gonna exist so stop saying he's on a wayne run because nobody will ever be on a wayne run ever again
0: not close and, you know, you you mentioned all the albums that he's been featured on this year. And so let's talk about it. Who, like, what's the album of the year for you thus far? I know, like, we're in the last quarter and the last stretch. And you never know what might pop out of the woodworks at the end of the year. But as for what you've heard thus far, give it to me. Um, like, give me, you know, brief, brief little ratings on what you've heard this year and what's what's catching your ears. Uh... CLB.
1: One
0: through ten. Six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gave it a seven, so it's not too far off. Yeah. Okay. And so Donda? Six. All right. So um call me if you get lost.
1: Oh, that's uh that's a eight. Call me if you get lost is a eight. Okay. That was that was up there. What's Cole's uh the off season. Uh, off season, yeah. Five and a half. Five and a half. Because so it's, those it's
0: worse than Donda. And CLB.
1: Yes, because Donda Donda has like five or six records I still go back to. CLB has a couple records I still go back to. No replay value. After the first week of the off season, I was good. There was nothing that like. And not to say that it's a bad project, you know, but to be to be real, the lead up to it made me feel like, oh, we're about to get an album in the top 2014. And then I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is straight but there is no record. it was a moment and and like the the thing that bothered me the most right putting out interlude first as the single my expectations for the album were super duper high because i was like wow i haven't heard him rap like this in a minute but he didn't rap like that what seems like the rest of the album right so it was like (laughs) felt like a misdirect and a mislead in a sense you know he
0: misled his fans. Ugh.
1: My album of the year.
0: What did you think of King Disease 2 by Nas? Did it
1: was know? good. There's a good. That that was a very strong album. One, two, um, probably seven, seven and a half.
0: Culture 3? Migos. No. You didn't listen to
1: it? I, I listened to it. I'm not going to rate it.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going to rate it. Okay. All right. So who's your album of the year thus far? Rap, R&B, whatever.
1: Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me give me...
0: Like, right now, like, Tyler's got a strong hold on me as for, like, replay value, like, the production, like, the feeling that it gives me when I play it. Like, there's there's a mood for everything still. And then plus, DJ drama is just hip-hop itself. And so... Once you have the DJ shouting too in the background, like I feel at home. So mm. yeah, that's a that's a top album for
1: me this year. Yeah, call me call me if you get lost is up there for me. Mm. So my one of my albums of the year, honestly, is an album that came out relatively early in the year, and that is in praise of shadows by Puma Blue. It's oh. kind of some like lo-fi R&B type stuff. Okay, extremely well done, extremely emotional, really, really. Telling and pulling in terms mm-hmm. of the vocals and the instrumentals. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely in,
0: got to check that out.
1: In terms of, of what I'm just going back to on a regular basis. Replay. And I, if any of my friends listen to this or my coworkers, please don't clown me. It's just I enjoy a lot of the songs on there. Um, Luca Tronchik by Baby Tron. Oh. Babytron Baby Tron you. is uh, this kid from Detroit. I mm-hmm. think he's like 20, 21. All right. But it's all lyrics about scamming and a really yes, obscure know, MB- yeah, all scamming and obscure ass NBA references, and I love it.
0: Oh, I love man. it
1: so much. One of my records of the year is probably. Let me uh, check
0: where my wallet is. Since you're on your scamming shit, oh, I already
1: swiped <laughs> it. You, know, you know, that, it's check the app. It's already zero. I'm wow. sorry. Wow, you know,
0: wow. Okay, it's the first
1: of the month. What do you want me to do?
0: It is. Damn
1: it. So oh. I mean, I hope you paid this already because it's not. You know. I'm I like, did. okay, and you're I good did. then. You're good. Okay. Next month's a different story. But but yeah. I've been a fan of Babytron for a minute, you know, and I've been really big into Detroit hip hop as a whole. I'm really big in uh like I swear Vezo just dropped a project I like a lot. Rio the young OG has he's in jail right now, but he has a lot of work as I really go back to. Um and though it ended up not being strong in the um in the uh, execution i really enjoyed little yachty doing a whole detroit album his verses are awful i like <laughs> little yachty all the verse all his verses are bad
0: there's something about him
1: where it's, all like his, it's horribly good but having the features on there being all people i'm super was super familiar with mm-hmm. being in that detroit underground sound and giving them a platform and the good mixing and all that and pushing and putting him on a pedestal i personally really enjoyed and that is might be my baby tron verse of the year hybrid on that album might be my okay. baby tron verse of the year he demolished that I'll have to but back and listen to that yeah but yeah i'm been big on detroit this year but yeah puma blue in praise the shadows and Lucatron chick is what I go back to the most.
0: Yes. Put us on King. Put us on.
1: Oh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different stuff I'm listening to right now. You know, um,
0: you might have to uh, make a playlist for the show.
1: Oh, I for sure. I'll do that. Well, I'll actually go ahead and do that. You can tie it to when the episode comes out.
0: Definitely will. And so you heard that people playlists dropping. Now, when it comes to making art, in creating art i want to of course know what you've been up to um because you know we're reaching the end of the show we got to wrap this up but i definitely want to know what you've been working on um and what you've been doing personally in life but as for being a creative and creating art do you find it hard to like profit off of like your talents i know that's something that you you kind of wanted to touch on today as Mm. for like like having a profit of your creativity and I know that's like such like a weird topic because turning like your hobby or like your creative art into like your income it can get daunting and then you can kind of turn against it and grow to not love it anymore. And so I kind of want to get your, you know, brief opinion on that as for like, was it it hard to turn what you love into something to profit off of? And has it turned into something that you're growing out of just because it's something that's having to pay the bills?
1: It's not even that it was something I grew out of or anything. It was more, I had a trouble profiting on it because early on I was at a point where you know, I was kind of critical of myself. I was quite critical of my own worth with the work I was doing initially. As time passed, it became clear I was, I was kind of, I had a talent for what I was doing and it was something I could make money off of. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, and, and I mean, I was able to get a full time job kind of doing, being in that creative space, doing consistent video work and learning about Uh, music industry things, learning about um, a lot of different factors. That being said, profiting became difficult because for me, I'm not necessarily in it for the money per se. I'm in it because it is something I'm passionate about. I say it became difficult to profit off of it because a lot of people were kind of thrown back by me not just being motivated by the money. Like A lot of people... I've had people that I took money from that I did work for, but for me with music videos, I've learned that I kind of got to like the song to want to do it. or I kind of got to have see some form of potential in the song or the artist or just find it entertaining at some point to kind of be interested in even taking on to task. And I did a couple uh, jobs for money where I wasn't super fond of the song. And it didn't affect my output, but it affected kind of my interest after the fact. You know, mm, sometimes yeah. I'm, I I would be doing things that I didn't even want to put my logo on. And not because of my work, but because I didn't want to be like, co-sign the music per se. Mm. I, I'm i always going to be passionate about the art and the creation and pushing the art forward and the art form forward. and
0: Yeah, you got to be proud of what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And it was like no matter how good I can make it look was I truly invested in that moment. A lot of, and there was a moment that's why I honestly, I took this summer off because I needed a moment of just calming and self reflection, you know, through a, by, through a lot of different means. Mm. Um, being a creative can get very harrowing. It can get very difficult for a bunch, of bunch of different reasons, you know, You can be overwhelmed by the amount of work people trying to do, you know, you can be overworked, you can be caught up in a cycle of, is this good enough? Have I progressed or am I regressing? Is this to the standard that I want it to be at, you know? Mm -hmm. To be real, I still do free work sometimes too if I'm really invested in that person or I really... I really care about what they're doing, and I want to see them successful. I want to see them grow. Of course, I want to help build. But a lot of people. Do you want
0: to help me build? <laughs> hey,
1: that's we weird. can we can talk about <laughs> I some things played. off. I, that's the thing. I've always <laughs> look gonna, at me just trying to <laughs> just hey, being a nigger, just trying to get something free. Hey, look,
0: <laughs> do I, you invest in me? Do you like me? Yeah. Do you want to help me grow? <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss. We'll we'll discuss
1: after this. You know, we can talk. We can oh, wow. talk some things. You oh, know, man, but, a scammer boys. Yeah, that's my. You know, if if you have a PayPal, we we definitely. If you have a PayPal and would like to make $2,000 today, you can definitely work some out, um, I think. But but yeah, it's like I had to learn that sometimes I would rather say no to a job that might pay because I would rather focus on something that I'm going to be happy with the end result of or happy to even take on or happy to do something that motivates me or pushes me. I've been blessed to be put in a position with a team and support system that really cares about me and wants to see me successful Mm -hmm. and i've been blessed with a position to where you know doing creative work doesn't necessarily have to be just for the money all the time so it's finding a balance in those things is kind of where i'm at it's finding a okay i want to make money again but i also only want to work with people that like motivate me to want to work with them or you know what i mean I'm not even trying to come off condescending to some people because a lot of people are talented in what they do and there are a lot of people who have a ton of potential, you know. But sometimes it gets harrowing with everybody wanting to have all the time in the world for me or, you know, I don't have the time all the time because we do so much stuff on a daily basis that I may not have the time to go shoot on a weekend. I may not, you know. So it's ve- I'm very. It's a. You gotta find me in an ideal situation sometimes to get me to work lately. But I'm happy to work with the people I'm working with now, and I'm happy to work with the people that I've planned on working with in the future. So I'm looking forward to seeing what I can do. You know, I have some things in the works that have nothing to do with video work per se, or some. Cause. Can you
0: speak on those said things, or or no?
1: It's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Okay.
0: So um, as a creative and, you know, someone who, you know, has social media, like, is there anything that we can go back to and witness and and look at and kind of indulge in? Because I know you've rebranded and I know there's been projects that you haven't wanted to, you know per se, put your logo on. And so are there things out there that people can see? Oh yeah. Go check out,
1: um, the work I've done with Traylon. We've done hood hippie. We've done, uh, trap vibes. Um, King Khalid. that's my dog. We work on a super consistent basis. We have a ton of workouts together. Um, hopefully my favorite gets to come out. And of course, I'm working on some stuff with one of the guys on the label I work with, Kendrick's. We have a super crazy visual coming out soon. Uh Bankroll, I've done a ton of work with him. That's my dog as well. Um and you know just my whole my whole collection is there for 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 use, but um, my highlights, some of my highlights aren't even out yet. Some of my favorite stuff's not even out yet, so oh, wow. But yeah, for sure. King Kali, Traylon. Um, did some work with Kali and Sage and Reek. Love those guys. Um, I'm just excited to continue to work in with uh, a lot of different people. I have this kid out in Austin. We are in that I've actually been a huge fan of for a few years now that we're able to finally connect and build on some things. So I have some videos out with him that are kind of really pushing what i can do and really pushing what he can do so
0: wow sounds like you're really you know putting your your talents to the limits and and growing and i can't wait to see what all the fun's about
1: (laughs) we'll talk about it often
0: right 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 and so yeah more to come what's your social media where can people find you and you know run into these great things that you've done.
1: Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at QNTMTX. Instagram is QNTM.TX. Facebook is Quentin Williams, but don't do Facebook because I don't, my mom checks it too much.
0: (laughs) Oh, gotta love the parents on Facebook. Anything else you wanted to mention? Anything you're looking forward to? You would like to say last words?
1: Uh, I would like to give congratulations to Kendricks. We hit number eight in the world on the hip hop charts on iTunes. So that's been a blessing. That's kind of why we're, I was out in New York. He got a billboard in Times Square. So we were nice. able to document that moment. Um, bankroll. We're working on a ton of different stuff. We has a project coming out pretty soon. Uh, Shout out to my day one, my my dog, Denzel Stone, super talented music producer. We're working on a bunch of different stuff. Um, I would like to also take a moment to shout out you, you know, because again, this was the first podcast that I was ever on. And AQ was adamant that we needed to connect in a way because he believed in what you do and he believed in what I was trying to do at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you are were Hip Hop Congress president, you know, and I personally I would admit that I feel like I don't or this form of me doesn't exist without Hip Hop Congress in a way because they gave me a platform to play around with my video work. They gave me an opportunity to push my limits and what I was trying to do like with, you know. I wouldn't have had the confidence to throw shows when I was in college, if it wasn't for hip hop Congress and it wasn't for all the things that they gave me. So, and I've had the ultimate respect for you and what you do for a very long time. So.
0: Thank you. I I greatly appreciate the kind words. And I agree. Hip hop Congress is a stepping stone for a lot of great creatives and, you know, a lot of uh, great content being produced. And so a lot of things are coming full circle with me now being back around the the campus and the organization and i can't wait to see what inspiration i i conjure up as for like my own personal content um, with those like full circle moments, but yes, definitely appreciative of of you being on the show. I see the great things that you're doing, and I'm kind of annoyed that the fact that you started off the show saying like, "Oh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what it is that I do," and then you go through this laundry list of all the things that you have coming up and all the great milestones that you hit. So don't ever play with me like that again.
1: I <laughs> don't no, lie in my face. I don't I don't consider myself a great because you know. I'm still somebody who's learning and building all the time. I'm a a student and lover of this game that I'm passionate about, whether it be hip-hop, whether it be pushing myself creatively, whether it be me getting into films and short films, which I've worked on a couple. Um, I'm trying to write my own. Um, I have some other things that I'm willing to try out, but I do them because I care I don't do them for recognition or do them because I want to be the dopest guy in the world I do them because (laughs) I mean because I care about this stuff you know I care about making sure that I
0: do this shit for real
1: uh yeah no I (laughs) I do this shit because it gave me uh it gave me direction in a time where I felt like I had none and it gave me a sense of purpose when I felt like I had none you know I I, in most conversations, will tell people I didn't know anything or who I was maybe until I was 19 years old. Because that was when I decided, oh, I I like music a lot and I kind of want to do that. And me saying that has led me to a laundry list of blessings in my life. And to be mentored by a person who I've been listening to since I was like 9 or 10 years old. So I am grateful and just thankful for the opportunity that I've had and I can't see, wait to see what else I do and hopefully I get to say that I did a good job on something so someday and maybe when I get to the end of the world I get to look back and say okay I did everything I was trying to because that list is still has yet to be really be scratched so
0: respect and always realize that these stories that are out there, mean nothing. If there's no one to tell them, document them, capture them, record them, and then produce them. And so there's definitely lots of purpose and value in what you do. And on that note, we're done recording and capturing this moment. Uh, (laughs) You can find it on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, there's tons of platforms that I don't even know that I'm on. Because again, like I said last episode, RSS feeds are funny. Like I'm on platforms I didn't even know exist. And so now Google T with Tammy and you will find me.
1: You can listen to the podcast on Snapchat now? Is that? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but who uses that, right? Who? Yeah. I have. <laughs> can I just say one thing? If you are... Tw- if you are twenty two and up, our conversation ends. If you ask me, do I have Snapchat? It it just ends. I literally somebody asked me, do I I think uh, I think a woman asked me, what's your Snapchat? And I was like, I don't have one. I'm an adult, and I I ended it there. I I will not use Snap ever again on a consistent basis. I'm sorry.
0: And on that
1: note, bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> until next time and if there is a next time i will get you some tea i promise you because you was on my ass when you got here you're like oh you used to do tea <laughs> uh, <so> you- <laughs> no 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 no, 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 I don't do tea anymore because niggas was playing with me and they weren't appreciating all the great tea I was serving up and spilling for they ass. And so now y'all drinking just bottle of water when y'all come up in here. I was just
1: going to bring you either a medicine ball or this this really nice coffee from this spot that I like a lot. You know, that was the only reason I asked. I was excited to do that because regardless of who it is, I like to share things that I'm interested in with people, so. Yeah, so. And I also like tea, so.
0: (laughs) So until next time. Sip
1: some tea. Sip sip some tea.
0: (laughs) I didn't get that coffee.
1: I mean, there was the traffic, and then I started watching wrestling, and then...